I didn't see you there. It's time for party, party to party. One of these days, I'm gonna do this intro without slurring my words like a drunk man. But not this time. Not today. Yeah. No, not today. I feel like you know, I should be in like, like the dark shadowy alley, just kind of watching. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I didn't see you there. Yeah, we're just. Oh yeah, I was just here collecting noodles. How you doing? Yeah, how you in doing? that apartment next to me? Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stare at you with my sultry eyes. We're gonna. You, mm, I am standing here in the steamy darkness. Wearing a super tight dress with a high neck, neck thing, being all reserved and. Mm, how you doing? Enjoy that mental image. <laughs> oh, oh I can do some pretty gruesome podcast art for this episode. Filler, filler pop culture holes, pieces of media we missed. This uh, week, I didn't so much. I don't feel like I was missing this one. Yeah. I think. Is that your is that think, your already review I think if, of if, In the Mood if, for Love? If it hadn't been for Bill Mudrin, I would have gone my whole life without ever hearing of this well, movie. Well, we came precariously close not to, uh, to not doing this episode because I suggested it, and you really stuck your heels in about, like, man, I saw that trailer. That's, that looks boring as shit. And I was like, oh, it does look kind of boring, but I've heard good things about this mm-hmm. movie. It's supposed to be one of the most romantic movies ever made. It's on the top ten oh. list of a lot of people's favorite Asian movies of all time. Like, this is supposedly right behind, like, all the Kurosawa movies, and Tokyo Story is one of the best Asian movies of all ever So made. there's not that many Asian <laughs> movies out there? <laughs> How is this? I do have to admit, how is this better than every Godzilla movie ever made? Not to boil down all of Asian cinema into Godzilla or fucking samurai movies, mm. but this, I, I've always heard about One Car Y. I've never seen a One Car Y movie before. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I like this movie. Good. Did you not like this movie? It's a very pretty movie. <laughs> it's a, it is a gorgeous movie. That's. I looked up some YouTube video reviews of this to see what a, if anyone else like us has ever tackled this movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe two other people have. It. This. Movie, and that's what everyone says is like. I was bored off my mind, but look. You know what this movie does, Bill? What's that? This movie makes a person feel like a luddite <laughs> because all these people online be like, mm, yes, well, you see, they shot it this way because of nom, 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 and it's got this hidden mute metaphor meaning and nom, 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 and you're like, it's just a kind of a boring story with people walking in slow motion. There's a lot of walking in slow motion while one piece of music plays over the, the whole one movie. One fucking piece of music! It's, it's the sad clown music of doo doo They couldn't even do different arrangements of the single piece of fucking music. Uh, it's the same piece of music every time. I guess that time. music was lifted from another film, so they only had that one recording. And so, yeah, it is pretty consistent. Just At least it stays true Nothing to itself. Nothing kills the mood faster than that. <laughs> Slow motion starting and then that music starting up again. Can we not agree that Maggie Chung is really crazy hot though? Well, she better be because her makeup and hair took five hours. I saw. I, I was kind of surprised by five hours. Then again, I have no idea how long it takes to do a lady's hair. But yeah, she's yeah, you yeah, know. But yeah. Yeah. So I okay. I was gonna say I apologize for this movie, you but I had a good time. With this movie. It's good you had a good time. Then again, I was already in the mood for in the mood for love. You wanted this. Or as some people could call it, love... Wait, what was my joke going to be? I I wrote down notes. You already... I literally woke up right before. Good job. AKA in in love with mood. Mm. Uh because it is a very kind of like it is a very pretty movie, but it's very slow. Not nothing much happens. It's a bunch of like people not talking to each other. Well, it's two people not talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So 
Um, but yeah, Maggie Chung is super hot. How do we start this? Where, where, where's our entry point here? Uh, it You're the in, critical one, so yeah, in, I'll let you set the tone. It starts in 1962 Hong Kong. Okay, yeah. So, so it's yeah. in the 60s. Uh, and Mr. Chen, Chan, shows up uh, looking for a room to rent. Oh, he's the Tony Lung character. Yeah. See, I know, I, I, they almost never say the characters' names in the movie, so I just, I mean, but they I say their last actors. names. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a little reference for the reason why I chose this movie. I'm a big fan of the movie uh, Hero. That's a kung fu movie that was made like two years after this. Mm-hmm. And it also stars these uh, same two people as another doomed romantic couple. Bill? And... Bill? Yeah? There's no kung fu in this movie. I know, but I want to see it because I like their character so much in Hero. And I like Maggie Chung and I love Tony Lung. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff and I love him. And, you know, he's the dude. So the, all my notes is just Chung and Lung. Over Mr. Grecian Formula. <laughs> Wait, what's that Wait, isn't Christian Formula the shit you put in your hair to slick it all up? Yeah, oh yeah, he has, like, slacked hair the whole goddamn... <laughs> well, just like she's all done up and has, like, her little lady pompadour. He's got his, like... You know, they, they both look like cartoon characters, mid-century human beings. Because yeah. she's all, like, done up tight in her little shoes, and he's got his pompadour and ties and everything like that. But, yeah. It's... It... <laughs> they're both very I didn't make a up. note of it, but it is weird that they're, like... The same height, because I'm so used to like <laughs> yeah, other true. cinema where the dude like towers over the girl or uh, is at least taller than her. Unfortunate but stereotype of Asian cinema. He yeah. seems so tiny whenever yeah. he's around her. Yeah, and well, plus she's in heels. Yeah, so no, I know. But, like they would be, he would still, be, he would be a little bit taller than her. But, but still, that didn't even occur to me. I was so in love. I was so I was sitting there. You know that episode of The Simpsons mm. where they what did they they go to Nashville the fucking whatever. And they see Andy Williams and like Nelson Muntz. Everyone's bored off their minds, but Nelson Muntz is like oh, watching Andy Williams. Yeah, he's just enraptured. That is me in this film. That's the one where they go to the World Fair where Bart gets his license. That is. His fake license. Yeah. And they end up in the. But isn't it abandoned? So how do they go see an Andy Williams show? It's on the right way there. Oh, that's what it is. That is my. Nelson Muntz's reaction to that Andy Williams show is how I felt about it in the mood for love. And I was everybody. Yeah, out the, all the other characters. <laughs> your Millhouse is like sitting backwards in your chair looking to see if there's anything more interesting going on behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but... Thank you again. You know what? I have, to, I have to say this again. It was official on the podcast. Thank you so much for submitting yourself to this there's... film. Well, it, it's. <sighs> I should be clear. It's not bad. It's, yeah. well, and it's not definitely a... not the most boring movie that I've watched for this. At least it was pretty look at. There's just nothing happens. There, yeah. And, well, that's the thing. It's not like And it adverse. takes a long time for nothing to happen. You're not adverse to slow movies or quiet movies or yeah. foreign movies or romantic movies. But yeah, whatever. Like, you just saw, saw the trailer for this and you were just like, oh, man. Bill, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're killing me here. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah. Anyway. But Mr. Chan. He's looking for a room to rent, but somebody already rented it. So the landlady's like, try next door. They mm-hmm. might have a room over there. The Mr. and Mrs. Koo. Yeah. Uh, so he goes over there, and they rents a room over there. And then it's a moving day. And the movers are apparently massive idiots because they don't know <laughs> whose shit they're putting in which room. Well, somehow both of these couples just happen to be moving into apartments next to each other in this like shoddy, run-down, mid-century Hong Kong apartment building yeah. on the exact same day, on the exact same hour. Yeah. And so all their stuff is getting all jumbled and stuff. Yeah, but... Which is kind what? of a metaphor for... It's, it's just foreshadowing what's going to happen But if in you're a film. mover... You know whose stuff is which, and you know which room it goes into. He's like, they're taking an armoire to his, and he's like, oh, this isn't mine. And they're like, really? Yeah. Oh, I was helping that lady move. I thought it you went in your rec- apartment. Do you think they would recognize the people who have just hired them to move this stuff? Mm-hmm. Exactly. If they go in, yeah, 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 but yeah. 
Um, but <sighs> her husband, Mrs. Ch- Mrs. Uh, Chow. She's Chow. No, and he's oh, Chan? sorry, Chan. She's Chan. He's Chow. Okay. Oh man, this is gonna be a long episode, right? I can feel. Dude, Maggie Chung and Tony. No, Long. because it's gonna be him and her. Because that's yeah, pretty much point, all yeah. the characters there. Yeah. Uh, but her husband's not there yet. Yeah, you never see either of the spouses. You see them in bits and pieces, but you never see their faces. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Chow is like, "How shall I address you?" He's very robotic. With I don't know if it's the translation or what. Yeah. But... Did you watch this on YouTube? Yeah. Because there's a free. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's I wasn't gonna version. pay money for this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's like, how should I address you? And she's like, my husband is Mr. Chan. And he's like, all right, Mrs. Chan. And then he says, I will leave you in peace. And Lee's like, who says that? I will leave you in peace. And that's a, I remember that specific That's a phrase that that, that gets said a couple times. Like, he says it to the landlady. Well, yeah, they both have conversations with each other's spouses where they both realize they've, like, stepped in shit and they have to get out of it. And he's like, I will leave you in peace. And the landlady's like, oh, you're too polite. And okay. at some point, she says that to somebody else. I'll leave you in peace. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they're saying this. They're both very polite. They're both reserved motherfuckers. Uh, so, her husband's not around. His wife isn't around. Um, yeah. They both work late and shit and travel to Japan all the time. It's like, oh, can you buy me a rice cooker? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's you get that purse. Your husband got it? Can yeah, you uh, especially back everyone in the apartment building once um, Maggie Chung's husband comes back with a rice cooker. Everyone else wants a rice yeah, cooker. And uh, even, that even happens later, Tony but, yeah. Long is like, oh, like, can you give me a rice cooker? Yeah, it happens later, but there's not, not much that later. There's yeah. like three you know, it's, it's like so You find out she's later. a secretary for a guy named Mr. Ho. And he's cheating on his wife, and so yeah. she has to kind of run an interference between yeah. his wife and her, her mis- yeah. his mistress yeah, and all kinds of stuff Buy me like two that. purses. Why? Yeah. You Duplicity know why. is kind of the theme that runs throughout this movie in every kind of relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, you find out they're both so polite, and they're both such hard workers staying at their work after they're everybody so else leaves. Exactly, they're yeah. such hard workers. They're the same person with different genitals. No mm-hmm. wonder they love each other. And it, it doesn't um, really happen a lot as the movie goes on, but the beginning is full of like shots of people's asses as they walk further into the frame. They're specifically like at the start of this movie. I was like, is this going to be an ass fetish film? It is. But a it kind of it kind of trickles out and stops. Well, for there's later a lot of slow it. motion shots of everyone in the movie, but yeah. like it, one of the first big I slow motion shots. I hadn't noticed that. It, I, <laughs> really? Hmm. It's actually it's actually symbolic of the whole film. <laughs> there's a shot at the beginning where Maggie Chung goes slow motion into a room where every, all the she and the neighbors are all playing mahjong, and she rubs her husband's shoulders, and then the spouse of Tony Long comes in and kind of shoves her out of the way and puts her hand on on Maggie Chung's husband back and then Tony Chung comes over. And a bur- but yeah, you do see Thanks, like George Lucas. S- very slender Asian ladies in super tight dresses, asses wiggling and yeah. just yeah. I'm not complaining. But I appara- had a good time with apparently that. Apparently, everybody in the 60s in Japan wore the same high-necked outfits. Yeah. Like there's, there's a very specific no... kind of thing. Well, at least some of the neighbors later and like halfway through the movie do point out that Maggie Chung does get way overdressed for just going out to get noodles from yeah. like the, the the fucking dark dank alleyway behind the the apartment building. But yeah. yeah. Um uh, but yeah. Especially cuz it's all like summery. And everyone's hot and sweaty and everything's steamy and dark and yeah. Uh, Mr. Chan asked Mrs. Chow. Wait, other way around. Mr. Chow asked Mrs. Chan. If, you can say him and her. I mean, at this point, I yeah. mean, that's really, yeah. If she can get him a cheap, cheap, 
trip to Singapore because he wants to surprise his wife. Mm-hmm. But nothing ever comes. Yeah, so that. I guess I guess the person that she works for does a lot of shipping and stuff. So he deals. She deals with a lot of with like travel and tickets and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, the dude, he's a journalist, and I forget what favor he's doing for, for other people and stuff. But yeah, there's a lot of favor swapping in this in this movie. But yeah. Uh, and then we're in- introduced to. Ping, his friend. I love Ping. Ping uh, is one of the MVPs of this flick. Ping left his hat at Mrs. Chan's place. I don't know why he was there. This never, this never gets but, brought up again no, or anything, too, but, but he, that he's also hitting on Maggie He left his, his hat there so he could go back and pick it up later with his melty, bumpy face. Oh, he's bald, horny, and bumpy. <laughs> That's an accurate well, description. Because everyone, like, the two main characters are so quiet and reserved. In this movie, it's nice to see one person who's just like a fucking slovenly like, jerk. He just kind of shows up, and he's just like he kind of seems to represent. Yeah, he's the like, id. hey, if your wife weren't so hot, you'd be fucking that neighbor. And he's yeah, like, and he's like, like, I am not like you. <laughs> he's like, I'm better than you. Yeah, oh, you um, had too much emotion in your voice when you said that. So yeah, you gotta, um, you gotta dial back the emotion if you're gonna do an impersonation. Well, he shows. Yeah, Mr. Pink shows up once or twice in the movie. Really doesn't contribute to anything, but I do like him as a character. He's, he's he's a funny dude. He's one of the few characters in the movie that seems to act like act like a real human being would and not like yeah. some kind of like stoically suffering spouse. Mr. Chow yeah. and Mrs. Chan feel like they were they watched the bomb drop on Nakazura and have never been the same <laughs> since. They're still just thinking about it, just always staring out the window thinking about the future and all the regrets. Hiroshima, yeah. what am I saying? What, what did you say? What Nakamura. Nakamura. I don't know. Whatever. I'm an American. I don't need to know history. So, <laughs> fucking garbage. Oh, I didn't know something bad happened once yeah. in Asia a long Fat time Fat boy drop on people. We weren't responsible for it or anything like Whatever. that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know what that sets up. Uh, just Ping is a sleazeball, and Mr. Chow isn't like Ping. The only reason basically... Ping even... The only way Ping ever even affects the plot is later he... He's the one who offers uh, uh, Tony Chung... Uh, Tony Lung the offer to uh, work in Singapore, which be, be impacts the plot later, yeah. but yeah. Um, so she goes over to his place and borrows a newspaper, and he says he can... He, oh, you love me. You read that shit? I uh, I love that shit. You can borrow shit from my collection anytime. Yeah, it turns and out he's a voracious reader. This, uh, time has no meaning in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking... And this becomes, a scene, I have, I have a notes scene about will happen that later. Of, yeah. of somebody slipping on their shoes, and then it's a week later. And that's I, the only point of that scene, was somebody putting on their shoes. So I, ah, whatever. I watched this movie twice, once for the first time, just to see, because you, you were talking about now, you you, you were digging your, in your heels about not watching this, and so I decided to watch it just to see if there's any chance you might like it. Mm-hmm. And so I just watched it once without even taking any notes or anything like that. And I watched it a second time once you agreed to finally do the movie like uh, over the course of this weekend. And even then, there's this running theme of, like, these two pink slippers in the movies that I have no yeah. idea what's going on. And I even had to Google that last night after watching it a second time. So, and no with, one oh. else seems to understand what it is, yeah. I was gonna say... Well, we'll talk about when we get to That's the That's neither here nor there, but yeah. It's in... I'll, I'll give my theory, I guess, on what of the <laughs> yeah, slippers. Oh. Uh, so, uh... Then she returns some books to his wife. Mm-hmm. And you never see the other spouses... Faces. You only see the back of their heads. Yeah, kind of, they're kind of like the adults in a Charlie Brown cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And she has that very sixties. His Mr. Chan's wife, Chow's wife. Fucking. That's garbage. what I said. Him, her. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but if, I'm talking about their spouses right now, so I can't. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But his wife 
has like a very 60s like stereotypical hair where it's kind of a a bowl bell shaped with a flip. Yeah, with a flip. That's and how you, you recognize see it from who she back. is. Yeah, but, exactly. But Mrs. Chan husband looks exactly like Mr. Chow from the back. Just, Just because all the Asian guys up, have slate, the, yeah, the the pompadour, the shellac pompadour, and the suits, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. In fact, actually, that becomes a thing later where you think that she is finally. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, and you're like, we'll oh, wait, there. what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, he's not around because they had a quarrel or some shit. I don't know. And then... <sighs> we don't have to do quite so much the blue blue blue. Because like I, know, I said, but... this movie is very impressionistic. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to decide what to actually talk about. Because so some of it has effect. Some of it doesn't. I have seen because I... Uh... So, okay. Only... We do need this. Yeah. He goes to his job, or her, he he goes to oh, his wife. <laughs> this is a slog, Mr. Yeah. Chow <laughs> goes, I hate you, Bill. Mr. Chow goes to his <laughs> wife's job, but she's not there. She left early, and he was like, oh, I'm talking to her boss. He's like, oh, I was going to take her. Oh, yeah, that's, supper. yeah. And he's like, oh, your life left early. She didn't tell you. And he's like, no. And I think that's them planning, like, oh, he's getting to the seat of doubt that his wife is cheating. Something's on him. going on, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, Mr. And Pin- this is taking a while. This is not like this is like 15... twenty minutes into the movie, yeah. Yeah, this is this is taking quite a while to um, just get to this point. Mr. Ping does okay. He, this is one of the few other his other actual functions in the movie. He oh, does yeah. mention to Tony Chung, Tony Long. God damn, their names are almost exactly the same. To, he mentions to Tony Long that hey, I saw your wife yesterday. With a dude. That we're almost there. Yeah, almost there, yeah. Because he finds out he thinks his wife is cheating on him, so he stands on the sidewalk looking sad. <laughs> Which and part then, of the movie was that? <laughs> and then she's buying noodles in the middle of the night in slow motion. Yeah. And then he She's patting her face. Yeah, like, she's dab dabbing her sweat. Yeah. And then he eats like <laughs> wontons in slow motion. <laughs> and then and then time happens. That's <laughs> yeah. all that happens. In That's that beautiful. Scene. It's so slow and boring, but beautiful. I loved it. Um, man, I can't wait for you to talk about Little Women. It's going to be the best. <laughs> oh, so, man. Uh, then it, we're back to Ping. He's meeting Ping. Oh, Ping? yeah, because he meets Ping and, twice. And he's yeah. like, oh, Ping, you're out of the hospital. Yeah, I Why was he in the hospital? We don't yeah. know, but apparently he was in the hospital. Yeah, this, his stitches aren't even out, and he's already, Ping's already visited a whorehouse and doing all this stuff, and he owes debts to so, people, and yeah. he's hitting a... He needs 30 bucks because he owes money to the whores, and he left, his, he yeah. left his ID there, and they were waving his ID, <laughs> ah, his ID <laughs> around when he went there, but so they, he didn't want that kind of yeah. shit, and let's... He lost all his his last five bucks on the ponies. Um, and yeah. he's like, I do like hey. he talks about he's got a credit line at the at the whorehouse, yeah. which was kind of what kind of like, guy. He was like, I saw your wife with some dude. Just thought you should know. He does kind of make this interesting face where he's been kind of comic and goofy the whole scene, but when he's like, I saw your wife with the dude, he's just kind of like, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and again, uh, Tony Chung, Tony Long, goddamn, is all like, I should just say Tony and Maggie. Yeah. Tony's all like, mm, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a quick scene with her and her boss, and he's cheating, her boss is cheating, and then there's a very, very, like, I don't know, ten seconds, maybe eight seconds, of somebody crying in a shower, and then that scene's done. So what happens is, okay, so one of my notes is, nice choice to never show uh, Chung and Lung spouses, and nice mirrored scenes where both uh, Chung and Lung end up uh, having embarrassing one-sided conversations with the other's uh, cheating spouses at their front doors. Uh, Long when he thanks Chung's husband for picking up a rice cooker from Japan, and Maggie Chung when she seems to recognize her husband's voice coming from uh, Tony Long's apartment and heads over to offer medicine to Long's sick wife. 
And it's after that that I think that's when she realizes that. Because she obviously, again, this is stuff I didn't pick up until watching it a second time. But there is a scene where she's talking to Tony, uh, Tony Lung's wife. And she, like and Tony Lung's wife stonewalls her and says, oh, no, no one else is here. I'm just here by myself and I'm just sick. And she says, well, would you like some medicine and stuff like that? And she's like, no, just I'm just going to sleep it off. Please leave me alone. And that's it. Yeah. Well, that, that's when Maggie Chung is actually oh, she says, I'll leave you in peace. I'm sorry. I overstepped my boundaries. Mm. And the, the lady closes the door and Maggie Chung's face just kind of crumbles. And that's when you. Does it crumble? Does it crumble, Bill? As much as their faces can crumble in this movie, <laughs> I did she not looks down and her 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 eyes just get a little wet, and that's yeah, it. That, but yeah, then, that's her. That's but, her crumbling. but the next scene is you just see a smoky bathroom with a woman crying in it, and you would assume that it's Maggie Chung, yeah. but you'd never see who it is. Mm-hmm. It's that's kind of the thing in this movie where it's all weird and impressionistic, where you're like. That's the thing. And again, it makes more sense on a second viewing, but on a first blush, even I was like, I was the one pushing for this film, and I'm sitting there going, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I can totally empathize with you, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, and then we get some hot tie-talking action with her and her boss. Lots of, yeah. Oh, God, that's a nice tie. Oh, it's too flashy. I changed it. It's yeah. Shit like that. It's, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't, it doesn't lead tie the plot into anything. Forward yeah. or anything. Um, um, although the tie thing is how at dinner later is. Yeah, how, we'll talk. Yeah. I know, Bill. I know. I know. Just Trust me, I watched this movie. On, yeah. Um. So. Uh, well, well, I also have a note about this. Uh, funny how they set up the whole theme of infidelity and double lives when Maggie Chung asking her husband to pick her up uh, two handbags for her boss's wife and mistress while her husband is fucking around overseas and how Maggie Chung's slight discomfort at having to help manage her boss's infidelity eventually ends up seeming like a fart in the wind compared to the heated relationship that she eventually finds herself in. Oh, it's very heated. It's just smoky. Yeah, so heated. Oh, it's like when you get the sesame oil in the pan. Standing and next to each other hot. looking sad. So so heated. <laughs> in the rain. And, and then they said not to do and it anymore. And some hot, more <laughs> hot slow motion noodle action with that fucking song playing over the top of it. <laughs> Um, okay. But uh, she dab, 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 sweat away. Noodles are hot, you know, because you got... Um, she's she's eating that hot kung uh, No, I understand the choice. I, I do, uh, like you, kind of like the choice of not ever showing the faces of the spouses. Uh-huh. But the, the fact they're in this movie so little makes... Me not having a connection, I don't feel like they're losing anything mm-hmm. in this. This their spouse is cheating on them. It doesn't feel like they're losing anything because their spouses are anyway. never pre- uh, present. You do wonder. It- so I don't feel. Yeah. I don't feel like. Oh, it's sad because this person they love is a is cheating on them. Yeah. I don't feel any connection between them and their spouse because their spouse is never there. You I never can see that. Yeah. You never see any interaction between the two of the people. As as an audience, it almost seems like they just show up by themselves. It almost seems like the movie they start off practically single anyway. So yeah. it doesn't seem like that's much not much of a problem as to why they were together. Because yeah, exactly. You don't get any real context for what their relationships were like before the, all the shit happens. Yeah, which I can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's you know some people might prefer it that way. I just found it like yeah. Eh, I have be said I for them just cutting to the chase nothing. of like okay, just to take it for like just take it for granted that the that, that they once had loving relationships and you know and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I could see that. Yeah. But uh, her husband's working abroad. His wife's <laughs> literally figured. <laughs> her wife. <laughs> His wife's mother is taken ill, so she's out there visiting. That seems him. to be her excuse because yeah, yeah this is what they tell each presumably other. Presumably, this is when they're first fucking or something like that. Yeah, um, that's 
yeah, that's what the landlords are talking to each other like, and they're like, oh, she dresses like that to go out and... and they're talking about Maggie Chung, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, eventually they wind up, he winds up asking her to go to dinner. And, and they kind of have, you don't even see they that. This... They, they, like, they've, they've been kind of like, uh, trying to ignore each other for the whole movie, but then suddenly they're at dinner, so you don't even see the scene where she, yeah. he, he says, like, hey, let's go to dinner. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, now that there's a completely yeah, empty I thought there was a scene where it was like... Oh, there may have been, but like, like yeah. But some. But, but suddenly anyway, they're at dinner yeah. together for the and first it's time. Like, yeah. It's that awkward thing where it's like, hey, can I ask you a question? Um, where'd you get that handbag? Come on, buy one for my wife. And she's like, oh, your wife probably wouldn't want the exact one like I have because yeah. we're neighbors. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then she's like, would you get that tie? Or maybe my husband would want one like it. And they're like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, mm. And then my wife has a handbag exactly like that. She's like, oh, my husband has a tie like exactly like that. They're probably cheating on each other with each other, huh? Yeah. You should do a one man reenactment of this whole movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's when they figure out for sure that yeah, they they both real Well, she seems to know. Uh Tony seems to not he seems to have some suspicions, but this is when he finally confirms that like, yeah, okay, yeah. Their their spouses are fucking. I knew that this and movie this... was about two people falling in love while their spouses were fucking around. I didn't realize yeah. their spouses were fucking around with each other. Oh, I did. So when I, I was like, Holy shit, that's a fucked up movie. Um... Yeah. And the, this is the only time this happens in the movie where the camera is fit, like looking at a wall, and then all of a sudden it slides in and on her for no. It doesn't seem and it doesn't happen by anywhere anything. else in the movie. It's like no other time does fast camera because especially movement happen. The, this movie's so about like either the camera's locked down or it's slow motion pans and stuff. This is the first time where it's almost like handheld the camera whipping around, and yeah. this is quiet conversation in the met dinner. Yeah, and I need to go. I I should have gone back and made a note of exactly why it does that. I mean, this is the scene where they I do realize that shit's fucked up, yeah. but it just seems to be, it, 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 it becomes comical because it's suddenly out of the blue. Yeah, camera whipping around. It never happens in the film again, too. It's really weird. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure these two are robots because they start doing something that nobody, I don't think in the history of time, <laughs> ha, who has found out their spouse is cheating on them has done, and then like, hey, let's reenact how it might have happened that they got together. Hey! <laughs> Man, it's mid-century Hong Kong. No one's got the internet yet. What else are you gonna do? Apparently, act out with your well, how your spouse has started fucking. It's kind of weird, yeah. And so they 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 they're kind of walking around after the date, and they're ta- and like she's talking about how they're trying to like approximate what their spouses would have said to each other to fall in love. Yeah. And and she's like, my husband wouldn't have said that. And yeah. He's like, oh mom. My wife probably wouldn't have acted that way, and she just like throws out like, "How, how well do you really know your wife?" It's like, "Zing!" Yeah. Did you? Was that a supposed? And to then be he does make the offer to like fool around or some or stay out a little longer or something like that. And she gets offended and runs away, and that's the end of their date. But, what, then the but was that in character or was I, that's that exactly? Not I assume that was him actually, Tony saying that, and not just approximating. Although, if you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's kind of confusing. So then they're back at a restaurant. No, but actually the scene starts up again, and it's suggested that it's the next night because it's it's, Is them, it? do, it's them doing the same thing again. But then she's kind of flirting with him when he, when he gets around to being like, "Hey, you want to go out to dinner?" I she's thought that like, was the exact same thing. Like, just they reset. <laughs> they're like, "Okay, scene cut." No, reset. They're, they're, I think they're in different clothing. Again. It's suggested. I think it's suggesting that it's like the next night. That's again. This is watching it the second Fucking time God. because the wet editing in this movie is weird too. Because suddenly jump cut. And you think it's just starting over again, or it's just a weird continu- continuity issue or something of the same scene. But no, I think it's the next night. 
And but you do you see, see the, what I'm talking about? This film making me feel like a luddite. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. s- people that know cinema and are all snot, s- um, smart about yeah. it would be like, mm, well, if you paid attention. Yeah, one of my notes is after the first dinner date, Chung gets offended by Lung's offer to fool around a bit when they're walking home after you know via the romantic little back alley, only to get all coy in anticipation of him asking again after the after the presumed second dinner date. Uh, Her fingers grazing and toying with his jacket before she realizes what she's doing, and then she bolts again a second time. Hmm. And but that seems it seems like it's part of the same scene, but no, I think because it's cuts and restarts, and they're having the same conversation again. But it ends differently. So but it's yeah. But I don't know, I don't know. So they're back at the restaurant. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, order for me. I don't know what your wife likes." And he's like, oh, "Okay." So I guess they're are they at, still pretending to be each other's I, spouses here? I guess so. And then he puts some mustard on her plate. Or, 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 she eats the shit out of that mustard. Something. It looks like it's horse. Yeah, it looks like it's some, mustard. Could be something Chinese. Horse I don't know. But she's eating a big ass fucking steak. Dip, I love how dip, dip dips her steak in it. <laughs> eats it. It's one of the things that made me fall in love with Maggie Chung in this movie because you think she would eat like a bird, but no, she's eating a big ass bloody steak. She's chowing down on that shit too. She's braver than I because I hate that fucking yellow horseradish fucking mustard oh, sauce. It's and fucking she's garbage, just, not, well, garbage gross. Even she's complaining like, "Oh, your wife loves spicy foods," and he's yeah. like, burr, burr, "But yeah." Um, and she's like, "Why'd you call me at the office today?" And he said, "I had nothing to do, and I wanted to hear your voice." And she's like, "You have my husband down pat." He's a real sweet talker. What is he trying to accomplish here? Is he trying pretending to be her husband? Did he really call her? Did he call her as his hu- the husband? Hi. Is she just pretending that he called her and he's he's yes ending? See, is this the start of the world's worst improv troupe? <laughs> Whatever works, it works, because they do fall in love with each other during all this stuff. I didn't realize that they were so much trying to act like each other's spouses. I thought they were just talking about the, what their spouses like or didn't like. It wasn't until uh, watching some online reviews and then watching it a second time I realized that, yeah, I guess they are trying to specifically reenact, trying to behave like each other's spouses. For what, like, I guess because they're Even bored. though they don't know each other. I thought spouses? they were just maybe just... Hit, I thought they were on their own date and kind of Wouldn't talking have about what their spouses like. that. He was role-playing his wife, and she was role-playing her, her husband. Exactly, Because they yeah. don't know each other's spouses. I guess it's a little bit weird if he's like, hee-hee-hee-hee, and she's like, I like steak. <laughs> it would <laughs> actually be kind it of funny. It would make more sense. I want, yeah, I want like, the Saturday Night Live version of this movie where, yeah, they're actually acting like different genders and shit and then like I, that. They're, um, like, they're in the back of a cab, and she's like, why didn't you call me today? And he's like, I was afraid you wouldn't like it. And she's like, well, then don't do it again. And then he tries to touch her hand, but she pulls away. And I was Punches like, him and runs. is that her pulling away? Is that her spouse pulling away? I think at this point, I don't end, know what's happening. I think this is the point of the film where their role play kind of ends and it's now actually them for real. Because mm. it really, they, 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 at this point in the movie, they stop talking about what their husband, what their spouse is like so much. And it's them. I think it's more their genuine reaction. And, it, and he gets a letter in the mail and gets mad. Yeah, because he well, it's a letter it's, from Japan from, from his Japan, wife yeah. saying she's overseas that she, something else has happened that she can't come home anytime soon. Yeah, turns out Maggie Chung's husband is also working in Japan, so obviously mm-hmm. they're vacationing off in Japan, fucking around. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe this is the first letter he's gotten since he's realized that his wife is cheating on him, and mm-hmm. this is just he just proof that she's still just like yeah, fucking around, not planning coming home yeah. anytime. And soon. this movie brought to you by Simon's Clock. Or Siemens clock. A lot of slow shows. Yeah. A lot of shots of just that clock and people in the background. Uh, as we record this, this is the day after Gene Wilder died, too. You're, you've seen Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, right? 
Yes. There's a I was tempted to fuck with you and say no, <laughs> oh but I couldn't God. do it. <laughs> I noticed this because, again, I also just watched this movie a second time yesterday, too. Uh, that the mach- uh, At the beginning of the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, there's a guy who builds a machine who can guess, that's supposed to be able to guess where the next golden ticket is going to be yeah. a hidden. If you look at the machine uh, in HD, all the parts have Siemens written all over it. Hmm. And just funny to see the Siemens clocks show up all in this movie, too. It's just like the two movies I watched yesterday had, had Siemens shit all over it. <laughs> So, uh, why do they name the company that? Christ Almighty. Know. Okay. Then, um, one of them's like, what do you think they're doing right now? And then there's a red room, and they, like, look at each other, and then that scene's done. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and then they're taking a taxi back home. What is this? And he's this like, is... I better get out. And she's like, hey, pull over, taxi driver. I gotta get out and walk home so we don't get seen together. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll walk home from here. And then he he gets caught in the rain, and that scene's also done. Is that it? Because I thought there was a thing where she, suddenly she's out of the car, too, and they're waiting in the rain. Maybe that's not until later. No, that's later. Because there's a couple of taxi cab yeah. scenes, and there's a couple. Uh, me catching up with my notes. Um, da 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 uh, nice sense of place and texture, with weirdly loving shots of hands on weathered mid-century door jams and ancient handbills rotting on cobblestone walls in the rain while folks waiting uh, around for cheap noodles to cook in an alley are wreathed in slow-motion steam and shadow. Uh, my note about... Uh, is You mentioned the Red Apartment. Is that... Is this... I can't remember if they established the Red Apartment earlier, or if this... No, this is this is the, the scene time. where she shows up, too, and it's... Not, jumps to really neurotic weird cutting as she's Maybe. supposed to be meeting him at the red apartment. Maybe. Um but yeah, so he decides that the gossip is getting too much around their apartment. So he decides that's no, I think that's no, not no, yet. That's later this because is just, it's because of this. This is just a red room and they're in it and then they're not in it. Huh. Then they're in the taxi. It's like for one. Is the red room in really like maybe quick. one of their apartments? That's because that doesn't make any sense. Because the red room's a thing that happens later. Yeah, he's like, what do you think they're doing right now? And then Unless... they're both in the red apartment and huh. then that scene ends. Okay. Okay, yeah, that is a different thing then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should yeah. have just done movie commentary on this episode. Yeah. And then uh, Ping goes to visit Mr. Chow, and he's like, Mrs. Chain is like, oh, what's up? What are you doing here, Melty Face Man? And he's like, Dragon Ball Z character <laughs> over here. Yeah. He's like, ah. Melty Face Man, poor guy. He's got like one wart. <laughs> leave, leave the poor man alone. <laughs> he's got a droopy face. Yeah, he's a little hangdog man. Um, but, Which I thought he would be hitting on her, because, like, his whole plan later was to get in her pants, but now yeah. he's just not even trying to, yeah. But, oh, yeah, I, I don't remember which scene this is, yeah. But then he's like, eh, he's sick, he wants some fucking sesame syrup, but fuck that, I ain't gonna bother with him. And she's like, oh, okay, and then... I do like he bolts, like, he's sick, I'm going home, yeah. Yeah, and then she's like, she's making something. And her landlord comes in and is like, oh, what are you making? And she's like, sesame syrup. And she's like, oh, you're making a lot. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to share it with everybody. I just had a craving for it. It shows that she cares about him because she's making the thing that he was sick and wanted to eat. Sesame syrup sounds like it could be nice. I guess it would be inert. I'm just thinking, thinking about what sesame oil is like. I, I really love cooking with sesame oil, but sesame syrup, I'm assuming it gets sweet and kind of... Mm. But yeah, so... She does make it for him, and he thanks her later. Yeah. And she plays it off like, oh, I was just making it anyway. And he's yeah. like, oh, that's, it just happened to be what exactly what I wanted. What a dink. Yeah, which is a cute moment. It's, 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 yeah. And it's night, some other time. And it's five years later. <laughs> it could does. be. Yeah. Could be. And she's like, I used to go to the movies, then I got married. She's talking to her landlord. Yeah. Well, her, her oh, no, no. slash wait, neighbors wait. are always asking her to come play Mahjong and hang out with them, but she's always, like, rebuffing them. 
Because she's got other shit. She's usually going out to the movie. No, this isn't the landlord conversation. Oh, no, but like that, I forgot that that's a thread that keeps on going throughout the movie is that her Mahjong playing landlord neighbors or whatever are always trying to get get her to hang out with them. And she's always like, oh, I'm out getting noodles or something or yeah. going to the movies or something like that. You know? uh, so she's like, I used to go to the movies. Then I got married. And he's like, what do you think life would have been like if you hadn't gotten married? And she's like, maybe happier. Like, oh, well. Is this when she starts talking about how you have to be so much more responsible when you're married? You can't just yeah. fuck around like you are when you're single. Well, yeah, I guess it's yeah. true. She, he's like, and it's like, can't let cheating spouses get to you. Gotta keep upbeat, even though nobody in this movie really ever smiles. Um, and he's like, I started a martial arts serial. You like them too? Wanna help me write it? And she's like, Nah, I only read them. And he's like, Come on. And she's like, Okay. Yeah. Real pushover in that area. <laughs> And she's like, what okay, do? I'll try my best. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's when he thanks her for the sesame okay, syrup. Okay, that's it, yeah. Um, to be fair, we're actually doing, you, especially your, your, your detailed notes, you're actually making more sense of this movie than I thought. We, like, my notes are just jump around. More thematic than scenes of the six. It's almost like that's what? a theme between us. I know. <laughs> uh, then anyway. he, he goes to work at 11.15 p.m., presumably to work on his cereal. Um... And then this, this isn't my first time of really noting, and it's happened before, but as this one music track starts to play. <laughs> and, Be nice, and there's that a, one music track. A, it's doing as much as best it can. Um, there's a, a shot from him behind, like, on his typewriter, mm-hmm. and, like, he's smoking, but it's, it's obviously they were like, no, more smoke, more smoke, because it's not just coming from the cigarette in the mouth. It's, like, coming off his shoulders and everything. Yeah. He's very smoky. It shows a smoldering passion. <laughs> That he's Fuck literally you. on fire. <laughs> I hate you. But you know, he's actually at his work though, right? Because yeah. it's like that dark Blade Runner set with the one light bar above him and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she's writing, and then they're looking at a newspaper together. And this is all jumping around. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so a I guess I'm yeah. guessing that means he got published. Yeah, because later he talks about the money he's owed from his editor. So obviously, this getting pu- yeah. the kung fu serial is has been picked up by somebody. Yeah. And then then the landlords come in drunk. Uh. Oh yeah, for some reason, yeah, he's. And they're gonna... she's, I guess maybe she's hanging out in his bedroom, working on ideas for the for yeah. the kung fu uh, series. The landlord start playing mahjong and she's stuck yeah. in there. And it's like, have you guys never been teenager and had to sneak out of a place? To be fair, it does look like he's like only like one room, like 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 he's only like five feet away from where they're playing mahjong. And yeah. like it doesn't seem like there's no way she can walk. Like she'd have to walk through. Like, almost shove her pa- way past the group in the kitchen to get out. Because the- their kitchen seems to be right next to the door, at mm. least the hallway where she's at. Could be. Um, so, yeah. I don't, the layout seemed weird. I don't You'd know You'd have to do some works. Sam Fisher splinter cell shit to get her out of there. Oh, but these motherfuckers play Mahjong! Have windows facing each other! Like, uh, well, then again, they might be, like, five stories. They are at least on an upper level, so I guess maybe climbing out the window is not really enough. These motherfuckers too. play Mahjong for, like, three days! I'm amazed because they're worried about how they might play Mahjong till morning. Not only do they play till morning, it's just... It's, it's like 24 hours mm-hmm. because uh, it's the next day and the one lady's talking about how uh, when they finally stopped playing Mahjong, they're talking about how they had played Mahjong all day yeah. despite the fact they had, had started playing at like 11 o'clock the night before. Um, so yeah, uh, Tony and Maggie are stuck uh, together in, in Tony's bedroom yeah. for like 24 hours. He, he's bringing she... her sticky rice and, yeah. and those big banana leaves and yeah. stuff. And but she has a very nice red blankie to keep her warm. I didn't. This is something I didn't notice in the second time. So her feet are killing her. Because yeah. there's a thing when she finally does get out and finally get home. Uh, she's making small talk again with one of the neighbors saying, Oh, I didn't see you leave this morning and stuff like that. Yeah. She finally does 
break past that and get in her room and she sits down and like her feet like she like, falls down yeah. her feet are killing her i guess there are pink slippers inside of to- tony long so, okay so I'm, she I'm, could have taken her shoes off and put on the slippers to be more comfortable, but she had to retain that image of proprietary. Yeah. Propriety this is the or... first time we see those slippers. Yeah, yeah which becomes a and, thing. But why wouldn't you just take off your shoes? You can, unless your feet stank. Maybe she wor- Maybe she got body issues. She got some bunions. Yeah, it's not just a matter of like, oh, mm-hmm. like I don't want to seem like I'm just assuming. Because I mean, she is hanging out in the bedroom where the lady who's fucking her husband is hanging out. I could see why she's a little hung up about like. Something even as small as taking so, off her shoes. Yeah, the, way that, the way that the slippers were presented to me, I was like, oh, those are her slippers. She accidentally left them behind. Or something, And shit's yeah. going to hit the fan where her, his wife is going to be like, whose slippers are these? Why are they in our bedroom? Nope! They're just some slippers on the floor! And even then you would assume that, like, they must be his wife's slippers. Yeah. But he takes his slippers with him to Singapore later, and that still becomes a thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's all like, if I ever meet one Kyra Y in the street, I'm going to be like... What the? What's up with the slippers? That's all I care about. It's almost like they made this story up as they were going. What are you talking about? Which is what they did. <laughs> to be fair, if the this worst... is basically romance, the improv movie. To be f- if that's the worst thing we complain about, what about the slippers? That's not too bad. Cause that is not going to be the worst thing follow. I complain about. <laughs> But yeah, she does get out after a marriage. Stoic motherfuckers. <laughs> would be there. Are a lot of their problems would be solved if they just calmed the fuck down and fucked a little bit. Just like yeah, yeah, they're 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 making life way too yeah. hard. For and themselves. he's like, I'm looking for oh, a new place. Man. I know there's nothing between us, but who wants gossip? Uh, and then there's we're in the long oh, red this hallway is, this with is what the curtains. Him. Yeah. This is what yeah, the whole yeah. This is what kickstarts him the idea of like renting a place for them to hang out at. He gets yeah, he rents an apartment. Yeah, it's it's at the end of this long hallway. There's billowing red curtains yeah. and these little pillbox lights. Mm-hmm. And the apartment number is twenty forty six, which turned out to be the title of a future one car war movie. <laughs> um, yeah. She calls his work looking for him, and they're like, hey, um, we don't know where he is. He hasn't been to work in several days. I was like, motherfucker, could you even, like, why just not be like, I quit? Yeah. <laughs> Ass. Especially he's a journalist. It seems like he needs to really be there pretty often, yeah. but yeah. But um, I guess now that he's gotten this apartment, he can splurge and spend a lot of time there, and kind of in his own little bubble, I guess. Yeah, but he calls her and is like, hey, come help me write. Come just walk. My parents aren't come. home. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> Come walk down this this long red hallway in slow motion, please. <laughs> oh, that's not what happens. She shows up and freaks out for five minutes. Yeah. It's suddenly the movie goes from like slow do 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 to her freaking out about whether or not she, presumably she's freaking out as to whether or not she can bear to go upstairs. Well, now that they're finally have an apartment away from the rest of the world, I'm assuming both of them are freaking out about what's going to happen when they really do have their own time and space away from the rest of the world without having to worry about being discovered. I guess. Because while she's, like, working up the nerve to come upstairs and actually knock on the door, um, he's, like, like in direct compa- in direct contrast to the weird choppy editing of her anxiety issues outside of the apartment, there's just this one slow shot of him just kind of staring at himself in the mirror, kind of like, Looking like he, he's wondering whether or not he can go through with whatever's going to happen mm. in the apartment whenever she shows up. But she does show up. They Nothing happens. They stay yeah. completely platonic and they just work on the Well, yeah, she's like, I'll be back tomorrow. And he, yeah. he's like, we won't be like them. Yeah, and they keep on telling And they're writing that. stuff now to that yeah. same piece of fucking music. <laughs> they're eating. They're singing songs. They're writing. It's all this fucking music. Oh, man. And then the, the, the scene, which... 
you see her sitting there in the back of somebody's head, and she's like, do you have a mistress? And he's like, no. And he's and eating. Goes, he's like, yeah. you hear the dude eating. Yeah, he's fucking he's like, no, I'm not. And she's like, do you? And he's like, yeah. And she does this ginger little slap to the face. She more like hits him and quickly caresses him. Rather than a slap. And the camera turns around and turns out it's actually Tony Chung, Tony Lung. And that they're rehearsing her interrogating yeah. her husband and my hope was oh it's mr chow not her husband because that might have been interesting and caused some drama <laughs> to happen in this plot it would have made the characters actually do something to live outside their weird little bubble but yeah, yeah. Um, they try the the scene again because he was like no put some emotion into it and then she cries because she didn't expect for emotions to happen is, did she cry right there because i thought she only cried no, she well, cries right there. Does she? Okay, I totally. Yeah. I watched it twice and I blanked out. I was masturbating so furiously, I didn't even <laughs> see. Um, but one of my big notes is how how can you not love any story where the couple ends up writing a kung fu serial together? That alone uh, endeared me to these pretty guys. Pretty easily, actually. <laughs> just pretty easily. Oh, I'm going to dig and dial for murder. Just you wait. <laughs> I'm going to bring so, out my knives against your infidelity um, movie. So. She's talking to her landlord, and her landlord's like, you've been out a lot lately. It's right to enjoy yourself while you're young, but don't overdo it. In the future, don't let your husband travel so much. Bitch, back up off! What the fuck? Mind your own business! I don't know if they're... Th- Not a child! I, it's, especially on the second viewing, it seems like they're insinuating that they do realize the he fact that his- she's out... You asshole, he got you a rice cooker! I'll take that shit back! Actually, that's a good fucking point, man. Like, you... You, you want to keep on eating rice? <laughs> Fuck you. Give it back. Uh, I don't know if they're insinuating that they also suspect that she's... I don't think they suspect necessarily that she's sleeping with uh, with uh, with Tony, but that, like, the fact that she's out so much while yeah. the husband is... I, it's, it's it's a little vague as to what, why they're giving her What was the giving 60s her grief, in Japan? But, and and yeah. women weren't allowed to have Hong fun. Kong, or, yeah, Hong Kong, sorry. We will get notes. Yeah. Um, no, we won't, because nobody cares. <laughs> uh, but I do like she does finally cools it and submits herself to the neighbor's demand so that she plays Mushang with all the other lonely housewives. Yeah. And uh, So she calls him or talks to him directly, I'm not sure which it is, but she's like, I can't come over tonight. Some old crone lectured me. We should probably spend less time together. Yeah. And then, oh good, slow motion and this music track again. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it means something, but fuck if it's tedious. Is it the slow motion rain? I don't remember, man. It's, there's so much <laughs> slow motion in this. I watched this twice. I love that you barely get through it once. Um, uh, but isn't the next thing, especially when he shows up and says, hey, guess what? I'm going to Singapore. I don't know. I'll, I'll look at my notes and continue to go through it. She stares out a window. I'm trying to help you help yourself. <laughs> she stares out a window while old people eat wontons. Yeah. Uh, With a gun to her head. Just yeah, he, now he works at the it. Daily News. Smoking in slow motion. He's all laughing with his, his his friends in slow motion at his daily news job. And then he kind of turns away from them and gets so serious and takes a drag on a cigarette. Because he's internally tortured. Yeah, he's contemplating what's going on. Um, and then her boss is like, oh, Mr. Chow called for you. But she doesn't call him back. Um, There's a little phone game in this movie I never quite... Even watching it a second time, I was like, I'm not quite sure why... The phone thing about rain, not rain. I didn't pick up on an answer. You don't call you back. It's a little like what? Yeah. Um, and now there's rain. Now they talk about rain. 
he's soaked and fucking drenched. She is dry as a bone. Uh-huh. She's standing under like a very small on. How did she get there? How did she get there in the rain without getting a single drop? To be fair, on she's her? skinny enough. She's probably just like just dance between, between the rain drops. drops. Yeah. Um. And and. Uh... Is this he, funny? He, he runs, runs off, off. Yeah, he runs off. He runs off. Where's and, he an umbrella? And the scene. We just stare at her standing there for like three minutes while he he leaves the. Wong Kar Wai is scene. very much in love. With Maggie Chunk is he loves just like shots of her just standing there looking sad. And then he comes or wet. Or he comes yeah. back with an umbrella, and she's like, "They can't see us together. If they see the." And he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, then you take the umbrella and go home." And she's like. They can't see the umbrella. They'd know I was with you. Because there's only one person in this whole country with a black umbrella. It's not like he's got like a Pikachu umbrella. It's just a generic black yeah. umbrella. Oh, only one I person like I, owns a black umbrella. You don't want to underestimate the nosiness of neighbors, but at the same time, you're like, man, you could just... Yeah, or, or you know what you could do? You could take the umbrella, walk back to your place... And put it down at the bottom of the stairs. Or do something, yeah. Where your nosy neighbors aren't going to see. <sighs> yeah. These are not two intelligent people that we're dealing <laughs> nah, with. They, just, they don't want to disrupt their, their family lives. They're just yeah. super cautious. <laughs> yeah. um, not, it's not that they're worried about driving the plot forward because if they actually did something rational, it would just end the movie right there. And it's so like yeah. they, they weren't worried when they were both going to the same noodle spot. Yeah, that's true. Although and they, they were, were like just come... flirting together for a while there at first. But now no, that they're no, officially yeah, dating but, and... But even so, like, they both go to the noodle know. spot... And then they could walk back and say, oh, we, we met at the noodle spot and decided I, I didn't want her to get wet, so I used my umbrella to walk her back. These just... people are not good at being sneaky <laughs> when they're not cheating with each other, because yeah. they're not. <sighs> is this the same way it does come on say talk start talking about Singapore, or is that later? Well, oh, I think so, but uh, he's like... Oh, she's just... like, she's like, I'll wait a while before I go. Meaning, like, you go and then I'll wait. And then he's like, I'll keep you company. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of her standing there for I a while? I think that's supposed to be the joke. And then it suddenly cuts. I can't tell. Is it a joke? I don't know. <laughs> as much of a joke this movie can't have. This is another weird cut where I can't tell if it's supposed to be later that same night or if it's this different evening. Because suddenly it cuts to it's suddenly dry now. And if it's the same evening, it infers that instead of one of them finally getting up the balls to just go home that they both just waited out the storm together yeah. and now it's dry and now they're having uh or it could just be the next night i can't even tell yeah, who the fuck knows uh, yeah but he got a job offer in singapore yeah ping good old ping said hey man yeah. the singapore office of the daily news they, they they're short of staff and they need uh uh tony to come out and help them out and she's like why and he's like change the scenery I'm sick of the gossip. And she's like, we know it's not true, so why worry? Woman, you were the one that was all concerned about an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. And now you're like, hey, we know it's not true. What does it matter? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I used to think we wouldn't be like them, but I was wrong. You won't leave your husband, so I'd rather just go away. Oh, it's so stoic, Bill. He's so stoic. He loves everybody. Kind of I like so stoic people. He's so stoic. I was sad when I was watching this. Were you? I felt nothing. <laughs> I can just see you watching <laughs> this, this fucking Muppet grimace <laughs> on your face. Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> now I'm sitting there watching, like, again, Nelson Mutz enraptured with my hands clasped together. <gasps> Don't break up. No. <laughs> they're, but they're not dating. They're not breaking up. Okay, so In the Mood for Love says, we got to do this. 
Um, well, well okay. Just... So she says, I didn't think you'd fall in love with me. And he's like, I didn't either. Yeah. I was curious how it started. Now I know. Feelings can creep in just like that. The thought of your husband coming home. I wish he'd stay away. And he's, I think it's him. He's like, I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm a bad little boy. He does make a little, like, little coy gesture. Yeah. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Um... And then, and then she's, I think it's her. She's like, will you do me one favor? I want to be prepared. And then, um, so this part is weird because I, with the way the time jumps around, uh-huh. I didn't know if this was later. Well, see, I think this is what this I'm was talking much about. later. It cuts from the rain to sunlight yeah. dry. Yeah, I didn't know if this was much later or not because that same she's evening saying, or later. yeah. Well, doesn't she? In the next saying, she says her husband's back yes, though. Yes. Okay, so it is a different night. No. Whoa. Here's why. Oh no. Okay. Here's why I think it's not a different night. Uh, she's like, "Hey, yo, my husband's back," and he was like, "Despite the fact that literally just thirty seconds ago she yeah. was talking about her." She so shut up. Husband to come back. So yeah. he's like, I won't be back. Keep a closer eye on your husband. Um, and then, like, they do that half crank slow motion, which happens now and then in the film, which Where, doesn't fit this film. Retroactively, like, they wanted a slow motion scene, but they didn't yeah. shoot in slow motion, so they had to take, like, normal sh- footage and slow yeah. it down. So that's when it's that choppy, kind of yeah. like. Burp, 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 but then burp, she's yeah. weeping on his shoulder. And he's like, please don't be serious. This is only rehearsal. So what I think it is, is it's the same night. And she's like, when she said, just do one thing for me. He was, uh, this was a rehearsal of him saying goodbye see, to her. See, that's, see, this is, this is open for interpretation. But it's so hard to figure out because time jumps, are, they've set the precedent of time jumping around so much. This could have been a couple months later see, when her husband showed up. That's a good point. I didn't think about this actually being a legit rehearsal because of the way I interpreted it, especially after watching it twice. Because I interpreted this as them actually breaking up. Mm. Because he, like, even touches her hand, and he walks away, and then she takes the hand that he she, she that he just touched, and, like, rubs herself on the arm with it as if, like, she's trying to, like, soak in the last of his touch or something like that. And then he's, like, then she does start to fall apart legitimately. With- and he turns around and says, oh, no, uh, I'm just kidding. It We'll just pretend this is a rehearsal. I thought maybe that was him just saying... Just trying to make her feel better about the. I assume that they were actually breaking up, but then he walked back by saying, "Huh, just kidding. It's a rehearsal." But it makes sense. They actually, you're completely right. It, it probably is a rehearsal that maybe she just really got sad at. Yeah, I the thought of him leaving made her sad. But again, it's completely open interpretation as to exactly what's going on here. When when is this? You know what? what I don't what their think are. messy. Being messy with your chronological order of filmmaking is necessarily open for interpretation. That's just messy, like, yeah. time setting. If they if they had really... Even if the editing had been such that you had been able to tell it was the same night, like, showing the rain... Like, instead of just showing the rain stopped, yeah. showing the rain stopping, and then having the scene. Yeah. But the rain stopped, so you're like, eh, you're, you were like, is this a different day? Yeah. Well, I, well I'll jump to a note I had at the end was... Um, Supposedly, the film had a more straightforward, conventional, conventionally told romantic uh, plot, but Wong Kar Wai stripped almost all of that in the editing to create a slower-paced, more impressionistic film, more like how someone would remember these events long after they've happened rather than a direct detailing of the events. He said he was bored when he just made the film just direct. Presumably would have had the rain stopping and you realize it's the same night. He went back and he wanted to make it seem like this is like Tony Lung's 
recollection of the event, so it is mm. kind of like chopped up and stopped, and you don't know exactly how much time, because it's just the highlights of everything. Mm. And, it, again, I mean, if I, you're just watching this cold, that doesn't help you as an audience member. I won't say that it's, it's a bad style, but it's a style it is I don't like. Yeah. Which, that's completely as valid as anything else, but yeah. It's... So, I think... And, and, and this narrative only gets more busted up and broken down as the film continues, because yeah. this is actually... This scene and right, everything that happens after that, it gets even more like, wait, what? With the way these two are like, hey, let's rehearse this or that... I think they might be into role-playing, Bill. Oh, man, no. He, during their kung fu... Oh, you should see the, all the deleted scenes where they reenact their sexy kung fu story yeah. stuff. <laughs> She's dressed like a ninja, he's dressed like an imperial warlord. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Um, um, and then that fucking music comes back. They only have they, the rights to two songs! <laughs> they hold hands in the back of the cab, like, earlier in the film, but yeah. she, when she pulled away, but this time, she doesn't pull away. And then she pulls her head on his shoulder. Yeah, and then she grabs his hand, puts it on her boob, and just starts mashing it. Starts <laughs> wagging her tongue all around. I went crazy person. Yeah. And then we there's a shot of a radio, and Mrs. Mr. Chan wishes his wife a happy birthday because he can't be there. And then they play like a happy birthday so rendition. Kind of Chinese. Yeah, it's Chinese yeah, it's the melody song. for happy birthday. Or at least it starts out like that, but it's some kind of Chinese like Zhang Zong sings the hits or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And the camera pans back and forth between the walls of their apartment. They're sitting back to back to show that they are at the same time separated by a wall, but at the same time sitting together. It's like one of those fucked up episodes of Doctor Who did exactly the same thing. It made me cry so much. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the end of the actual main part of the story. Suddenly the narrative begins to break down here as... Well, the next scene is a phone rings. Again, nobody more impression. It turns, no, starts, nobody yeah. picks the phone up, and then some typing starts. And that's the scene. Then that's all that happens. Yeah, this is when it turns, starts turning into, quote-unquote, a art film with a capital A and a capital F. And there's, um, like, there's some... Some, well, some Tony scenes. calls Maggie at her work to ask if she'd like to come with to Singapore, but we don't hear an answer. Is that well, yeah, part of this like, whole little thing, right? Like, if there's an extra ticket to Singapore, why don't you come would with you, me? Yeah. Would you go with me? And then he he goes to the hotel and he's just standing there, but then he leaves the hotel. Yeah. But she's she's running, but she doesn't get there in time. And then she cries silently, just tears running down her face. And it's like fucking dude, give the girl a day or two to prepare. You're asking her to uproot her life and go with you to Singapore? Like, give her a chance to prepare. Well, is... Let her pack one of her 150 dresses that she owns. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Yeah, you don't knock much, because he's obviously shutting everything. He's slowly shutting everything down at the Red Apartment. Yeah. And even, like, once he closes the door, he's waiting outside for a while, presumably waiting for her. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, yeah, she see her hauling ass... And then suddenly you just see her inside the otherwise empty apartment now crying. Yeah. It's hard to tell whether or not... Uh, well, my note is, did she barely miss him on accident? Did she intentionally avoid him and only show up late to see a lonely kind of goodbye in his wake? Like... And then... Because, I mean, if she wanted out of the relationship, this is a good thing if she just kind of waited until he was gone, but then show up and just kind of like... But yeah, it's hard to exactly... It's hard to understand exactly what happened here. And the conventional story is that she just somehow showed up late and she literally missed the slow boat to China. Yeah. Well, to Singapore in this case. But, yeah, it's... it's. And then there's a woman dialogue, voiceover, that says, it's me. If I had an extra ticket, would you go with me? Yeah. Would, I guess that's her saying that, but why? I, why? I, I, yeah, it's... Nah. 
Yeah. And then, I have no idea. Singapore, 1963, which I'm surprised they even gave a date for this. Sometimes they don't for any... I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they did and somebody like like one of Wong Kar Wai's buddies was like, you gotta tell, like, <laughs> come on, you gotta, you gotta give the audience a little bit of a fucking hook here. Come on, help them out. Um, and then know. Mr. Chow is looking for something in his room. Something. Something's missing. And then he picks up a cigarette from... The ashtray and it has lipstick on it. Yeah. Um. Is that supposed? Don't answer yet. Is that supposed to be hers? Like. Well, then he eats it. <laughs> and which was, Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He loves cigarettes so much. <laughs> Lit cigarettes, especially. Uh, Learned that in the circus. But it's like, is that supposed um, to be hers? We've never seen her smoke. Woo, that's that's a weird thing. And uh, we'll come back. Yeah. To exactly. Yeah. No. This is this is a circular thing that's going on here. So and so then he's talking to Ping in a restaurant. He's yeah. like, you know what someone did if they had a secret they didn't want to share? They carved a hole in a tree. Just fucked up for the tree. Whispered into it and covered it with mud and then leave that secret forever. And it's too deep for Ping. He's like, okay, what the fuck is... I do like the Ping is the audience where they're like, okay, why are you telling me this? Like, well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then we see that scene ends. Uh, there's a lady's hand on a banister. And now she's sitting on, she's laying on his bed sideways, like on on Tony Long's bed. Yeah. yeah. Then she gets up, and then she smokes his cigarette. Yeah, she's sniffing through all yeah. of his stuff, and then finds his the pack cigarette of camels. smells like him. Yeah. So she she picks it up and takes a drag off of it or whatever. And it's like you you you're setting a precedent now that you can jump backwards and forwards in time mm-hmm. because the cigarette he found was obviously hers from this scene, but you never did that before. So that's what this is actually this part of the film is why I wanted to watch it a second time. Once I, once once we knew that we were actually doing this for the podcast, because this completely confounded me the first time. I was like, wait, what? And then which actually means you're a smarter viewer than I am because you caught on to the fact that it was a flashback the first time I was watching. It, I I just presumed that this is some kind of order. Maybe she came back and did it a second time. But no, I especially now reading about how this is supposed to be the the, the finished film is supposed to be re- representative of Tony Lung's memories of what happened. Presumably. Maybe this is not actually where we may not even be actually seeing what Maggie Chung did, but like what he's assuming she did do. Who knows? But it's never explicitly stated. Yeah, uh, and so plus, I guess this is just a flashback showing shot. how the lipstick cigarette got. There. There's another shot of the pink slippers. Yeah, are well, those hers? Are those his well, wife? Presumably, what happens? And just, is the thing he, what he's missing something? He's tearing I think apart that's his exactly room. What's happened? Is he missing those slippers? Because they never explain what he's looking for. But the last thing you ever see of her in connection to him is she's going for the slippers, and then smash cuts to black, and that's it. And then now it's like 1982, and it's the future, and everyone's robots living on the moon, and that's how the movie ends. So she did leave her sl- her slippers at his place, but why were her feet killing her after wearing those heels the entire time if her slippers I were there? I said that was his slippers. Oh, the little pink flower Which I think, slippers. I don't know, unless it's his wife. Well, I was because it seems like he's living alone in Singapore because he's got that one man apartment. Yeah, and so presumably he broke up with his wife and moved to Singapore. But why? Yeah. Are those his wife's slippers? Or does he have little fancy little pink baby? Because <laughs> like, they're, they're small know. enough for her Don't feet. know. They seem to be women's land. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But then, <laughs> Bill, different music. Some actual, honest to God, different music starts to play. Public Enemy 911 is a joke starts, and you're like, what the hell is going on in this It starts to play movie? because she calls him. At his work, and he's like, "Hey, yo, what's up?" And but she can't say. Oh, anything. that's the last thing that happens. She can't yeah, talk. this is the last time they it's communicate. It's like you traveled the all the way to Singapore Woo! and laid on his bed and sucked on his cigarette, but you 
you, what, you, why? Why can't you go through with it? This is obviously what you want. I don't... Yeah, I have no idea if she traveled to Singapore explicitly just to do this, and maybe the moment she heard his voice on the phone, she lost her nerve and ran away. Maybe she was traveling with her husband because her husband is known to travel over the world and do mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe he happened to be visiting Singapore. No, so she, she just wouldn't. To be I don't think she would travel with her husband because his travel, her husband would travel with his mistress. Yeah. Well, you do find out that she did break up with, or something happened where she's no longer with the husband later on in the film. Mm-hmm. So she may be single. Well, it, yeah. No, it, you don't find that out. Well, not just a little bit like, well, no. we'll talk about that. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's but, a long way just, she's, uh, it, I don't know how close Hong Kong and Singapore is, but I'm assuming it's a long way just to go steal someone's shoes and prank call them and run away. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they're supposed to be so in love as this movie implies that yeah. they are. Um, and then it's Hong Kong, 1966. Uh, Mrs. Chan visits her own landlord and... She's like, and I wish she had this hairstyle through the rest of the film because it's much. I liked it you better liked it than better? I liked it better than the other one. Yeah, okay. But that's just. And then she's got instead of being totally up, it's a little bit down or something. Yeah, like that. It, it's a little it's more a, yeah. it's grown out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, her landlord's like, oh, eat with us. Um, and her turns out her landlord is moving out, and maybe Chan can rent out all of the place that she has. She's like, mm-hmm. how much you want for it? She's like, I'll give you a discount, I girlfriend. Love you so much. And um, then she's like, oh, what about the next door neighbors? What happened to yeah. the coos? And she's like, ah, they moved away. Uh, and, and she then, happens to and say that like, just as she's looking she's out the looks window. looks out the window and gets a little misty in her eyes. Yeah. She does some eye acting. She gets verklempt. Yeah, she gets verklempt. Yeah. She gets all choked up. I'll give you a topic. Hungry man dinners are neither hungry nor man nor dinner. Discuss. Love you. <laughs> That's why we do this podcast. Uh, oh, man. But she gets. Uh, you see, over- Barbara Streisand <laughs> made it so Siri has to pronounce her name more more accurately. She made Apple actually reprogram that shit. Who cares? Which how many people are asking about <laughs> Barbara Streisand on Siri? But <laughs> all the people who there. pick up Siri and go, "Is Barbara Streisand dead?" <laughs> Barbara Streisand it. is not dead. Yeah. yeah. Um. Her yeah. career is she is not. <laughs> uh, oh snap! <laughs> Siri, but- why do you have to be this way? <laughs> Uh, oh, this is the part of the movie that did make me actively angry. But then he shows up looking for the coups. And he knocks on the door of his old landlord. Yeah, he's got a gift. Yeah, yeah. And somebody opens the door and he's like, "Oh, is Mister Coo?" And he's like, "I don't live here no more." And he's like, "Oh, well." Uh, then he goes in because the, the guy that's living there now is looking for like a number or something for the coup so he can figure it out. And he's like, "Who lives next door now?" And he's like, "Ah, some lady and her son." Uh. And the kid's cute. It's yeah. very important to me personally. And he, like they, they. He's like, "Oh, keep the gift, keep the gift." And he's like, "Oh, I couldn't possibly." Okay, I'll take it. Whatever. Um, and then he leaves, and he takes a look back wistfully. And then there's some. He stops at 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 Maggie Chung's yeah. old old door and kind of looks at it and kind of yeah. contemplates for a minute, then walks. Yeah. Keeps on going. And then uh, there's some text that says that era has passed. Nothing belonged to it exists anymore. And then it turns out it was her and her son. Yeah, that's all it says. So she's door. no longer with the husband. And Why now is the... she no longer with the husband? Because the guy says that the people of it's just a woman and her son. It doesn't oh. say anything about. Mm-hmm. He's talking about her. I get well, yeah, but I knew he was talking about her, but but okay, well, we'll come back, put a, stick a point. That's what you're that. And 
Stick a pin Tony in Long that, never we'll puts two and two together. Never realized that the woman in the sun he's talking about is this woman. Well, that why would like, he? Why would he think it was? That? I know, but like, if you think if he just took a moment to talk to like his old neighbors for a second, he would have realized. Well, then I guess as he knows so his then, neighbors are gone. Then he doesn't want to interrupt. Cambodia, nineteen sixty-six, <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure this was. God a, damn this! I can't believe he missed Maggie Chung by seeing this, him standing right there. He's literally five feet away from her. Oh my god! A French uh, news report. Well, the French were in charge of uh, Vietnam for a long, long time. Yeah, but why is there a French news happened? report? Oh, that's a good question. Because I think the French, they didn't they leave Vietnam in like the 40s or something like that? But why is, th- the dialogue is French. Yeah, it in is. In this Chinese Well, why movie. does it have to be, it's just weird. Yeah. Well, like I said, if you, when you're talking about Vietnam, the French have his, that's, uh, it's, hey, who knows? Maybe it's a cultural thing. Some kind of thematic thing, yeah, exactly, yeah. But then he whispers into a hole. <laughs> to different music for a change, <laughs> shocking. My then, note here is the movie should have ended with Tony Lung screaming and then fucking the hole at Angkor Wat. But then, shots of temples, and you get a shot of the hole filled with mud. Yeah. His secret, packed behind it. More shots of temples and ruins. Crickets, a fade to black. And then some text. He remembers those vanished years as though looking through a dusty window pane. The past is something he could see, but not touch. And everything he sees is blurry and indistinct. Duh, and. Yeah. I do hope Yay, how- everybody's sad! I love how apocalyptic and bummerific these last couple notes. Between you gotta, this- You gotta go out with that great fucking music! <laughs> yeah! Fuck! <laughs> that is the end of In the Mood for Love. What did you think of In the Mood for Love? Fuck In the Mood for Love. What a what a pretty pretty nothing movie. I kind of appreciate its brazing nothingness. I so do, and I told you yeah. to put a pin in that mm-hmm. because there's a deleted scene. See, I've not ending, seen any deleted scenes. Yeah, in the ending where he's in Cambodia mm-hmm. and somebody's like, "Hey, can you take a picture with us?" He's obviously there with like work friends or something, and somebody's like, "Hey, can you take a photo for us?" Uh-huh. And it turns out the photo he's taking has her in it. What? They meet again in Cambodia. What? They meet again in Cambodia. Do you need me to say that again? <laughs> what? A, did did and, and explain how or why? She is there with her husband because. Does he see her? He's. I know, yes. They. He's going to take a photo with her and her 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 uh-huh. like her friends, and she's like, "Oh, my husband's here too." Deleted scenes are not canonical. <laughs> You <laughs> make me angrier. Make me angrier. They're not canonical. Well, that kind of ruins the whole, like, gist of the movie then at the end. Because I do, as much of it drives me crazy, I do, because shit like that happens in real life. I do like the the fact that the movie does set up the fact that they are this close to uniting, getting back together again. But then... Especially now that neither of them are supposedly back with their, their But spouses. then they're basically like, hey, have a good life. And they're like, okay, cool, bye. Hmm. See you around. And then it's that. Then it, that's weird. And then it picks up back when he's whispering into the, the hole. Whole point of the rest of the well, I like I like that they cut that out. Then as much as I, if they're gonna see each other again, I want them to fuck. It's like hardcore. some of fucking American Tale f- shit. Is that your spit take? Because what did you get into my mouth before I blew it out? Oh man! What about American Tale? It's like some American Tale shit where you. The family keeps almost ha- oh, yeah. seeing each other, oh, but they so never quite make it. What are the lyrics it. to American Tale? Oh, by me. Somewhere out there yeah, beneath the pale moonlight. Well, there's even a moon Someone's in thinking Cambodia. of me. Yeah. I like missing that. me tonight. I do like the fact that this movie doesn't pull any punches about how much life can suck. 
Um, despite that, no, the fact that no one in real life has been this attractive and, and, and been attracted to each other as the two main characters in this film. I, from my, from my, from my perspective, I do find that it's interesting that the movie doesn't give you definitive answers for basic stuff so you can fill up the gaps yourself and let the stories and characters live in your heart. But man, does it throw you for a loop. I do appreciate the fact that they do say, like, have... we're not going to make a, st- a, specific, a specific stance as to what's happening. You get to interpret yourself. I might have had more emotional connect to these people if they had ever showed emotion outside of her crying like, twi- two times. Yeah. He had no emotion. He, he, was, he was way too stoic. Yeah, we got to read it. He that. had no emotion. You had to fill him up with and your emotions. The fact I had no connection to their spouses. Yeah, that is I didn't know what their emotion was with their spouses. Give me no, like, oh, they, they've they fallen out of love with their spouses and into a love with each other, yeah. but I didn't know, I don't, I don't know that they ever loved their no, spouses. Valid. But yeah, this movie totally is like the cave and the Empire Strikes Backward. I, it's, what's theirs, only what you take with you. I felt nothing for these characters. Which, that's what you took with you, it's like, fuck yeah. these guys, yeah. I, I, and pretty... I, I do have to admit, part of my, uh, part of my affection for these characters does, does stem from the fact that I've seen these characters in other films, yeah. or these actors in other films. And specifically, one of my favorite uh, Asian movies of all time did have the same actors as another doomed couple. So part of that kind of helped inform me in the relationship in this, even though you know, it's a completely separate film from another I, filmmaker. But I sound like I'm making it sound like I disliked it more than no, I you, did. You actually didn't hate it. Was it was fine-ish. Victor Victoria but, still. Oh wait, this oh, that's is what I'm saying. Yeah, that the fact that even in our conversation, I wasn't pausing yeah. this and and having to go on walks to clear my head <laughs> or anything. I, well, I could see if it was just boring, not even. Rage-inducing or bad, but just kind of like it wasn't even necessarily boring. Insubstantial, you would say. It was pretty to look at, but it was it just was. I don't know. It's it's not for luddites. (laughs) This is not a (laughs) film for luddites. I liked it just fine. I I actually I thought it was a little bit too dry for my taste. I thought it was a little too reserved. Yeah. Um. So, but I I thought it was okay. I don't know and if plus it not is knowing... one of the best films of all time. Yeah, no, definitely it's not. It's beautiful. I think yeah. this movie gets by a lot on its on the chemistry of its of its two leads and how it looks. Yeah. But on paper, if you were to read a novelization of this, you'd be like, oh god. Yeah. yeah. And plus not knowing a lot or anything really about nineteen sixties China yeah. doesn't help me like like know anything. That's another thing, because I'm a weird sucker for, like, mid-century Japanese, Chinese, like, Asian weird shit for some reason. I can't even explain why. Maybe it's just because I'm old enough when I grew up, a lot of this media and stuff I like was kind of left over from, like, 60s Asia, Asian stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not, a, like, huge Japanophile or Asianophile or anything like that, but just I just think that that's an interesting time and place in history. But, again, but that's just me, my interest kind of filling in the blanks and being more attracted and interested in this film than you are. You're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, whereas I'm, again, it's my Andy Williams where I'm just like, eh. Yeah, we're going to have the same conversation if we ever, but, if we ever do talk about Little Women again where it's going to be, you're going to be like, well, oh, that was a thing. And I'm like, but now, don't you obviously, see? But, yeah. Obviously, I will not be watching this movie again. Would you watch it again? Yeah, I might. There's a Criterion Blu-ray. If it's ever super cheap on sale, I might pick it up if there's any crazy making of each. Yeah. I would be against... D- depending on how much of a flake one car Y is, I would be kind of curious to see what he has to say about this movie. Mm. Um, I do have a couple making of notes. Uh, one, one, the first one even making of, it's just about how this movie has influenced other people. The whole two people platonically falling for each other while their significant others are fucking around and ending with an unheard whispered secret uh, was supposedly the main inspiration for Sofia Coppola's Lost in Translation. One mm. uh, car Y was one of the people Coppola asked when accepting her Oscar for the film. Have you seen Lost in Translation? No. Yeah, okay. If you, 
that's another thing where I like once I heard about that I could totally see this movie's influence on that. Um, Except we know what his secret was. It's I want to fuck her so bad, God. That's oh, what my boner. That's I, what his secret was. That's why I'm surprised he just didn't carve Maggie Chung into that stone <laughs> temple and just fuck the hole that just happened to be right there. Yeah. Um, the story started off as one part of a larger multi-part film called Summer of Beijing, with Summer of Beijing being proving too unwieldy to make. Wong Kar Wai decided to take the one story, the story of food segment, and turn it into its own feature. The quote-unquote story of food eventually evolved into a kind of sequel to a previous Wong Kar Wai film called Days of Being Wild, which also starred uh, both uh, uh, Tony Leung and Maggie Chung. And eventually it became part of a trilogy with the 2004 science fiction film 2046, which also starred the same two leads. Uh, supposedly in the mood for love, yeah, once had a more straightforward and conventionally told romantic plot, but yeah, like I said, he cut it down to make it seem more dreamlike and kind of random. And, like, they were supposed to, like, actually get together at certain points and, like, get well, it on and stuff, but then they yeah. changed halfway through. Supposedly 2046, which is a movie that only came out ten years ago, which, actually, it's not like this, this original film was that old, actually does take some of the lead scenes and make it canon by... Because it's, it's, it's Tony... Tony Long starring as the same character, having recollect- recollections of stuff, and it does seem like it makes some of the stuff that you're talking about canon in terms of mm. they did meet later and stuff like that, so. Yeah. Yeah, thanks a lot, Bill. Could have been worse, actually. No, <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Not You didn't enjoy it, I was surprisingly... If this movie wasn't pretty to look at, it would have been just a slog. Yes. Just an absolute slog. Uh, just for that, I'm going to punish you by the next movie I'm going to do is going to be Memories of Murder, which is a Korean movie about a bunch of guys trying to solve a crime that doesn't actually get solved. Oh, good. Sounds <laughs> which like actually, a, that is... Sounds like a Korean movie. That is another uh, Asian film on my list that we'll tackle someday. But, yeah, what are you doing next? It's your turn next. Next time, we're going to watch some Hitchcock. We're going to watch some Dial an- M for Murder. Another movie about infidelity. Murder. Murder. Murder most foul. Yeah. Moira. And that's, I man, we'll talk about that soon. But I was pleasantly surprised by Dial M from Moira. 1954's Dial M from Moira. Didn't realize it was that old of a movie. I keep on thinking Hitchcock did most of his stuff in the '60s, but mm. yeah, man, remember. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do next time. This time it was in the mood for love. I am not in the mood for love anymore because this movie killed it. To be fair, yeah, this is kind of the Schindler's list of romantic <laughs> movies. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> next time it's dial in for murder. Uh, maybe there'll be less sour grapes in that one. Yeah, hopefully, we'll find yeah. out next time. He's muttering on Twitter. I'm a grumpy turtle on Twitter. I said it right that time. Tardy podcast <laughs> on Twitter. Let people know about us because we don't really do any kind of self promotion. So you telling people about our stupid podcast is the only way it gets out there. Yeah, feedback is always appreciated. Yeah. So until next time, keep filling them holes with pop culture. So long, everybody. Okay, take care, guys. Bye.